You've tuned into Growth Point Church, and this is our podcast. Our prayer is that the messages provide an atmosphere for growth and grace in your relationship with Christ and an opportunity for you to gather together in community, whether online or in person. Now let's go into the message. Verse 8. It was by faith that Abraham obeyed when God called him to leave home and go to another land that God would give him as his inheritance. He went without knowing where he was going. It's very important there. He went without knowing where he was going. That's that's very important as it relates to faith. Sometimes um, we'll get instructions and not know exactly how it's going to play out. Um, and we have to make a decision. Am I going to wait till it makes sense? What am I going to do what it is I know that God is calling and challenging me to do? And when he reached the land God promised him, he lived there by faith. Lived. He dwelled there by faith. <laughs> that There's so much in this. For he was like a foreigner living in tents. And so did Isaac and Jacob, who inherited the same promise. Abraham was confidently looking forward to a city with eternal foundations, a city designed and built by God. I want to guide us into a discussion today from the topic, A Bold Move. If you're around anybody, will you do me a favor and tell them or make a confession in your house? It's time to make a bold move. It's time to make a bold move. If, if no one is around you, tell yourself, I'm making bold moves. I'm, this is my season of bold moves. I'm making a bold move. To be bold means you're not timid. To be bold means you are doing something loud, something that is noticeable. Um, You know, people who oftentimes wear bold colors. Uh, They don't intend just to blend in. They intend to stand out. This is the season for you not to just blend in, but the time for you to, uh, to be able to stand out, to be able to stand out in your faith, be able to stand out in your walk, to be able to move in a direction that you might not have ever moved in before. But this is my bold move season. I want you to say it out loud again. I'm making a bold move. If you're streaming, put that in. Well, we're all streaming right now. Put it in the comment section. I'm making a bold move. I'm making a bold move. We'd by now know that the definition of faith is not just the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, that it's just a verse we have known, learned and used that verse often to define faith. But we now know that faith is complete dependency on God, that no matter where I'm at in life, I have complete dependency on God. I might not have everything figured out. I might not know everything there is to know. But what I do know is that I have complete dependency on God. So if we're going to make bold moves and we're going to make uh, moves that really count, that's what really boldness is about. Like if you're going to do something bold, it's something that says this decision, this this move, this direction really counts. Um, like anytime you're doing something small, it does add up, yes. But when I'm doing something bold, you notice it. Uh, so that's what this is. This story, I mean, even faith, it does. It causes you, to, it shifts things. It shifts 
you. It shifts your life. It shifts your posture. It shifts your uh, place, your placement, wherever you are. And this story resonates as it relates to doing something bold. Because here we find in verse 8, it says, It was by faith that Abraham obeyed God when God called him to leave home and go to another land that God would give him as his inheritance. He went without knowing where he was going. There's so much in that particular verse that we're going to unpack that. It says, by faith that Abraham obeyed God when God called him. That Right there, God called him. Abraham obeyed when God called him. I'll say that again. Abraham obeyed when God called him. Uh, when I think of calling, that means uh, uh, calling, I know some of us relate it to just, um, just church, but I'm not just even just relating to our spiritual life or to our, our uh, local ecclesia, our local body. But when we think of calling, if you think of picking up your cell phone and, and if, if I, I pick up this phone, the only reason I pick it up is because someone called me. Um, and I have to, in order for me to 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 have a conversation, I've got to then swipe to be able to push answer because I got a call. And there are many of us who have a call. That that, that call is not just it. it yes, yes, we can say uh, I have a divine call. I have a call to do that or whatever. But the only way you know that you are you're in the area that you're supposed to be in, and when you say I'm called to, is because you answered. You answered that. So if you're gonna make a bold move. If you're going to make a bold, bold move about faith, the first thing you recognize in making a bold move is that faith has ears. Faith has ears. It is able to respond to what it hears. It responds because it said it is by faith that Abraham obeyed God when God called him. He heard he heard something, called him to leave. Hear this, calls him to leave home. Home represents a place that he knew. Home represents a place that he was he grew up in possibly, or was a place of comfort, a place that he was connected to. When you have a calling, hear this, when you have a calling from God, when you have a calling that you know God has called you into, whatever, it will remove you from the land of familiar. It will leave you from a place called home. Home is comfortable. Home is what I know. Home is when I'm... I've, I've been identified by my kinfolk and kinfolk or kin, uh, people that are kin to me doesn't necessarily mean uh, that they're just blood to me. They're just people that know how I am without explanation. I can walk into rooms and I have to say who I am and have to explain how I operate. But this, when he says he called him from home, he called him from his comfort zone. There is, hear this, there is no growth in the land of comfort. There is no growth in the land of comfort. If you look back through the trajectory of your life, if you look back down through the years and your pathway and the journey that you've gone through, you will find that every growing spot, every growing point, every place that you started to grow was attached outside of comfort. It was something that stretched you, something that pulled you, something that called you because faith has ears. It has ears ears that you're able to respond to. I wouldn't make any move if I didn't hear it. 
You don't make a move unless you hear it, even whether that's in athlete or in, in sports or whether that's in music, whether that's in, in any area that you have, you heard direction and you moved in that direction. Uh, if you have a coach, do it this way. If you have a teacher, write it this way. If you have a director, sing it this way. Whatever, if you have a, a, um, a pastor, if you have a uh, mentor, if you have a parent, whatever, everything that you responded to was based on what you heard. Even as a child, as a little baby, uh, when they learn words like uh, dad or mom or, or that's auntie or granny or whatever your name might be, it's because they heard it. And if you can hear things naturally, we also hear things spiritually. Faith has ears. You want word for it? I got it. Romans the 10th chapter and verse 17 says this. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. So we have to ask ourselves, if faith has ears, what am I hearing? Because <laughs> we're all hearing something, but what is it that I'm hearing? Because there are many things that we have been called into that sometimes was not God. All of us, not just you, all of us have moved into things, moved into areas, made decisions that we didn't necessarily hear God in. But this says faith, not just making moves, but a faith move, a bold move that is attached to faith. It comes by hearing and hearing. If I have ears, I want to hear the word of the Lord. What that means is I cannot make a move if I haven't heard clearly from God. I want to make sure that my move, that my direction, even if it's not popular by anyone else, even if no one seems to agree with it, maybe if someone want to dissect it or try to decode it or try to talk me off of it or whatever it is, you want to get in your life to be able to say the reason that I am as bold as I am, the reason that I am as confident as I am, even though I'm not really sure exactly what this looks like. What I am sure of is that I've got a word from God and I have heard from God. Will someone put in the comment section that I've got a word from God? I heard God. God called him to leave home and said, go to another land that God would give him as his inheritance. The inheritance. And this is the part. He said, he told him to leave home, go to another land. Another land means a place that's not where I'm at, a place that's not home. Another land means a place that's unfamiliar to me. Another land means a place that I'm going to have to learn about, I know nothing about. But God says, the promise is that that's going to be the place that I have assigned for you. Uh, that is the place, the inheritance, a place I'm going to give to you. I'm, I'm having you move into a place, make a bold move to move into a spot that's going to actually be your spot. It might not be it right now, but it's going to be your spot. I'm going to get into that a little bit later. And it, it says, scripture says, and Abraham went without knowing where he was going. Faith has ears. It doesn't say I always know. It doesn't always say I always see things clearly. He says, but faith has ears. I go because he called me. I don't always know what he's called me into fully. But what I do know is that he called me. And based on him calling me, I started walking in that direction. Have you ever heard someone call your name and you turned because someone called you? Have you ever heard someone call you to the other room and you went to the other room because somebody called you? If you look at this particular season in your life, the only reason you are making moves, the only reason you are shifting, the only reason you feel uncomfortable, the 
only reason you feel like there's something more is because you heard a call and that call is shifting you and causing you to turn to some direction and you're saying what is it I'm not really sure where I'm going but what I do know is I'm going somewhere because God called me from here I can't stay here when he's calling me there someone put in the comment section I hear him calling me someone say I hear him calling me goes on we know in bold moves that faith has ears well we also know um, that faith doesn't just have ears faith has legs because as I just said he moved without knowing but he started moving <laughs> faith is not just something that we say as a subject. It is not just a person, place, or thing uh, as a noun. Faith is a verb. Faith has movement attached to it. That when I hear something, I then have a I, I then have a responsibility to be able to apply action to that, or as some people will say, apply pressure to that. If I heard something, I now have to move in that direction. And then you want to make sure that if you're really making bold moves, that you are able to say faith has legs. Faith doesn't just have seats. Faith has legs. Faith is moving. Someone say it's moving. And he's, he started moving without even knowing exactly where he was going, but he started moving. Let me tell you something for whoever needs to hear this today. You have to start moving you it'll make it make sense as you start moving you don't have to wait to have clarity in all things in all areas and about all things but start moving start going in that direction start to move he started moving in verse 9 says and even when he reached the land God promised him I think this is the wonderful part even when he reached the land that God promised him he lived there by faith for he was like a foreigner he lived there by faith like he went there, he said, faith got me here, and now that I'm here, I'm still going to operate in faith. What many of us do is we make a move by faith, and then we make the move, then we start questioning the move. Abraham said, I only moved because I heard something, <laughs> and now that I'm here, and now that I'm in the spot, now that I'm in the place or in the vicinity of the place, I'm still going to trust God. It doesn't make any sense. It's not even clearer. It's not even clearer than it was before. But I'm still going to trust God. Will somebody just say out loud to yourself, I'm still going to trust God. And he lived there. He didn't visit there. He didn't pass through there. He said he lived, hallelujah, he lived in a state of faith. He lived in this new spot, this new location, this new, this new opportunity, this new thing, this, this place that he had never been to before. But he lived in a posture. He said, what I'm going to do is before I start, uh, before I start questioning and before I start wondering and before I start asking different people questions and all this stuff, what I'm going to do is position and posture myself and say, what you're going to do do is live in a state of faith. You might not have a house because the scripture goes on and says that he lived there in tents. Tents meaning that he was always on the move. 
always on the move means he was not in a stable season. Who is this for today? This meaning, him tense meaning it wasn't a stable place. He had to move anytime, anytime something changed, anytime something shifted, anytime something changed, anytime the weather was different or whatever. He had to move and he, he just set up a tent. How, what are you doing as it relates to your faith when you have to constantly be moving and constantly shifting? Because many of us get to the place that we want everything to be settled. We want everything to be okay. We want everything to be normal. What we call normal, what is normal, we don't really know. We want everything to be settled in a certain way. We want to be able to say at some point, life has to be, I got to be able to predict it. But what happens when it's not predictable? Can you still operate and live in faith and set up a tent and say, I'm going to stay here if I got to stay here for two days. I'm going to stay here if I got to stay here for three days. I got to stay here if I can stay here for the week. I'm staying for the month. But when God tells me to move again, I'll move again. I'm still in the vicinity. I'm still in the location. I'm still in the area that God wants me to be. But obviously, this is not the settling place. This is still a shifting place. And I'm able to shift until I get settled. I'm able to keep shifting until I get settled. Someone put in the comment section, just keep shifting. Keep shifting. I can keep shifting until I get settled. I will stay. I will do what he wants me to do. I will listen because faith comes by hearing. I'll keep listening and I'll keep moving. I'll keep listening and I'll keep moving. I'll keep listening and I'll keep moving. As long as he's speaking, I'm going to keep moving. As long as he's staying something to me, I'm going to keep moving. I'm going to move where he leads me. I will follow. Someone put in the comment section, just keep moving. Just keep moving. He lived there by faith. I hope this is blessing you. He lived there by faith like a foreigner. Like a foreigner, what, you know, we just take the word foreigner out like a tourist. Like, I'm just inspecting the place. I, I'm, I'm learning where I'm going. I, I don't know. He, he, he's walking around like he, he's never been there before. He lived there as a stranger. And this is the part, too, I don't have time to get into it. But this is the part that says that when he got to the land, the land was still operated or occupied, excuse me, by Canaanites. Canaanites were the enemies to the people, to his people and to himself. What happens when you're called to a spot that's occupied by somebody else? That didn't make sense. Like, why would you call me to a place and to a spot and to a land that's occupied by somebody else. <laughs> Come here, Saul. Come here, David. David was called to a position that he wasn't in. Saul was still in that position. But just because Saul was in that position didn't mean that God still didn't call David. David was next. Saul's was, Saul was there, but David was next. I'm trying to tell somebody today the best way I can explain it. Don't ever get intimidated by somebody who might be in a position that you know God has shown you in. You don't have to go to them. You don't have to say nothing to them. You don't have to email them. You don't have to go, but you don't have to be, you don't have to do anything. I'm telling you, just work your faith. Just, just work your faith. Just stay in position. Just stay in position. And eventually God will make it make sense. Eventually God, he went into this land. He just had to keep walk in his faith and eventually the enemies that he saw were no more. I want to tell you all today, whoever needs to hear this, the thing you see, don't, don't get distracted by it. 
Don't talk about it. Just keep your mouth off of it. You just keep walking in the faith because that opposition that you see will be no more. Just keep on living out your faith. Someone just say, keep living out your faith. He lived out his faith so much so, so much so that Abra- that, that not only was Abraham walking this thing out, it says, he says he lived there in tents and so did Isaac and Jacob, his sons, who inherited the same promise. They didn't, this is the part when it says they inherited the same promise, which is to say that Abraham's decision, his bold move influenced who he was connected to. Abraham's influence, his bold move impacted everybody that he was connected to, to the point that they received the inheritance based on Abraham. Hear this. Abraham did not give them the inheritance. But his bold move impacted future generations. Don't you ever think that your bold move is just impacting you. It's just about you and for you. There are people that are connected to you that when you make a bold move and when you make a bold faith move, people will be impacted. And I'm not talking about impacted for bad or impacted for wrong. They got an inheritance, something that was good. So your decision and your movement is going to impact someone beyond you. Sometimes you have to look, and this is the thing that, that I love about this. It says that even though he did not, he did not uh, know where he was at, and he was living like a foreigner in the tent, he was still walking around, checking the place out. Stranger, stranger, foreigner in a place that was eventually going to belong to him. <laughs> in a land that he was not uh, occupying a space that he would eventually learn, or eventually own. Setting up tents everywhere, walking out faith wherever he went. Can you walk out faith, live out faith when it doesn't make sense? I mean, you know this is the direction, this is the area, but it still is not seeming to come together. But this is the word that the Lord gave me, this line. I want, I want to say this to you for those of you who are just like, I know I'm supposed to be at this job. I know I'm supposed to be in this city. I know I'm supposed to be in this area. I know that this is the, this is the lane for me. I do know because the only reason I'm here is because I heard. Uh, faith has ears. I heard it, and I started walking in the direction because I had legs. But, I, I mean, what, what is this? But Abraham teaches us that sometimes you have to stake it out before you live it out. Sometimes, say it again, you have to stake it out before you live it out. He had to learn, Abraham had to learn the place before he owned the place. He walked around in a land that he heard God wanted him to be in. There were Canaanites there, but he said, this is why I'm called This is where I'm supposed to be. I will not be intimidated. I will not be distracted. I will not cower down. I will not settle. I will not get to a place where I start questioning my call. I don't know who this is for directly. I will not question because I know this is where I'm called to be. Maybe I'm just learning the area. Maybe I'm learning where all the gaps are. Maybe I'm learning where the holes are. Maybe I'm learning where the things are going to need to be plugged up and where there's going to need to be direction and I'm learning whatever I'm learning sometimes hear this sometimes you might be in the board 
boardroom, but you might not be at the head of the of the head of the company yet. You're in the boardroom to listen. You're in the boardroom to learn. You're on the company to learn. You're you're in the educational system to learn to find out what you need to find out. Maybe you're an assistant to the teacher. Maybe you're a bus driver, and, and you, or or you're someone who's assisting the bus driver, or maybe you're a gen. Whatever area, whatever it might be, just take it broader. Not just even in the church setting. Wherever it might be, maybe you're just cleaning houses. Whatever. What learn what you've got to learn. You're staking out. He is exposing you to something. He is exposing you and bringing you before things because whatever he has, sometimes you're in a place to get a glimpse of your place. Uh, sometimes you're in something to get a glimpse of where it is he's called you to, but you might, you just have to learn how to walk in with humility and to be able to stake out a place before you live it out. I want someone to say, I'm staking out. I'm, I'm staking out. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not crazy. I'm, I'm not crazy. I'm not stockerish. I'm just staking this thing out because I know he called me. He had to learn it before he learned it. He kept on moving around. Hallelujah. He kept on moving around. I, I got to end here. I got to end. I got to end. Because the last thing is the last thing he says. He says, after the scripture, he says he was looking, uh, a, a verse 10 says, and Abraham was confidently looking forward to a city with eternal foundations, a city, a city designed and built by God city designed and built by God. Last thing is faith has a blueprint. It has a blueprint. He says, I'm looking, he said, Abraham was looking towards a city whose builder and maker, master chief, master architect was God. Sometimes, I, I'm wrapping this thing up, sometimes your influence has to, has to be above you when you can't find it around you. Sometimes your influence, your inspiration, your, your, your hope has to be above you. Come here, David. I will look to the hills. Sometimes you have to remind you to look above you. When you can find nothing around you, when you can find no support, when you can find no help, when you can find no answers around you. He says, I, he was looking, <laughs> hallelujah. He said he was looking towards something, looking confidently, confidently towards a city that had eternal foundations, a city designed and built by God. Mind you, he had to look towards something with foundations because his tent had no foundations. When you have a tent, there's no foundation. It's just something that you have to put up, put down, put up, put down. Got to pull it up and got to pull it down every single day in a land that he would eventually, eventually own, but not yet. But he still walked in faith. Faith has ears. Both moves have ears. Attached to faith have ears. It had legs. It has a blueprint. What is the blueprint? I'm constantly checking back in with the chief architect. I'm constantly checking back in saying, what is it? How would you have for me? How would you have? I'm, you're ordering my steps. The chief architect, I have to check. I, he said, I'm look. He had a confidently, he did these things saying, I know he called me. I know I start moving the direction, but the only reason I kept moving is because I'm looking forward to a city. <laughs> ah, 
Woo! That has foundation. It reminds me of the scripture. It says, if this earthly tabernacle shall dissolve, <laughs> I've got a building eternal in the heavens, not made. You've got to be able to have inspiration. So when someone tries to check you and say, how do you do what you do? I'm looking to something beyond even where I am. I've, I've got to look forward. I've got to look to the future. I've got to look beyond me because if I, if I get caught up on what's around me, if I get caught up in the thing, different things that I see around me, I will become what I'm supposed to help. If I get caught up in the things and influences that I see around me and how people talk and what they say and how they live, I'll wind up a product of something I'm supposed, I'm purposed to help, purposed to lift up. So I have to look above me because I couldn't find it around me. Jesus, I don't know who that might have been for today. I feel that not just, I don't feel like this was even just a sermon or a message. I felt this was your announcement. It's time for you to make a bold move. <laughs> You've been hearing some stuff. Time to respond to what you hear. To start walking in it because it has legs. And stay connected to the blueprint. When no one else hears the instruction, when you're like, y'all don't hear what I hear, they didn't. Because they're not called to do what you do. Y'all not moving forward, they're not called to move like you move. You don't have to get popular opinion to do what you're purposed to do. And keep checking back to the blueprint every time you get lost. Instructions are already there in the manual that you have. That's why it's important to hide the word. It is important to listen. It's important for you to go back. Let me read that word again. It's important because it's not just about what Pastor Mario said. What is God saying to you? He's the architect, not me. Let's pray. Father, thank you. Thank you for your word. Thank you for this time. Thank you for this opportunity that I've had to share with your people. Thank you for this moment that I've had to give you glory, to honor you, and to bless your name. It is our pray. I pray, Lord, that you would give us the ability to make bold moves, not be timid, to make bold moves and do what it is that you've assigned for us to do, um, to stake out some stuff before we live it out and be okay with it, not be, you know, concerned about the opinions of others, to trust you in all things and all ways. I thank you, Lord, that you are with us and that you are leading us and that you're guiding us. And thank you for the testimony and for the life of Abraham. Um, who we know also became a friend of you because he believed you. We believe you in this season. We trust you in this season. We will make bold moves in Jesus' name. Amen. I pray that that message impacted you and blessed you and that this week, this season, you will make the bold moves that God has called you to make. This has been Faith Flicks. I pray that it was streaming faith to your soul. I'll see you again, same time, same place. Same message, same person. If y'all can hear me again, I'll see you next week. Thank you for your prayers and generous support that grant us the opportunity to do ministry. Now, this connection doesn't have to end here. Visit our website, engage with our social platforms, comment, review, screenshot, and share your growth with others. And until next time, keep growing.